Welcome inside the Hill City Highlights podcast, a podcast about the people of Lynchburg for the people of Lynchburg. Now, here's your host, Alan York. Hi, everybody. Welcome inside the Hill City Highlights podcast. It is episode one here on August the 2nd, 2023. I'm Alan York, your host. And uh, leading off for us is Remax real estate agent, Nadine Blakely. And Nadine, so good to catch up with you. Lots to uh, uncover about your career and uh, what you're doing here in Lynchburg and beyond. But thanks for coming on with us and uh, leading off here on our first Hill City Highlights podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. It was an honor and a thrill to be chosen to be your first. That's so exciting. Well, let's just start with present day, Nadine. Um, you work for Remax. You're uh, a national leader in the real estate uh, industry. What has attracted you to this industry? And we'll kind of just start there and then we'll kind of we'll kind of go all over the place. We've got about 30, 40 minutes here. We may not spend all of it, but okay. what attracted you to the real estate industry when you started doing this? Well, you know, I, I come from my parents are real estate investors. They were flipping homes before flipping homes was even a word back in the 80s. And um, they built a new property for um, a family member to rent. And um, I started out in my career, when I was a kid, I wanted to go to the College of William and Mary. I just wanted to go there because of the architecture. <laughs> of course, I didn't know what I was going to study, but I wanted to go to William and Mary because it was so pretty in the architecture. And one of my first jobs was lifeguarding at Falling River Country Club in Appomattox, where I grew up, okay. met my high school sweetheart. And the second job, well, during the winter, was working for the National Park Service. And I was a tour guide, no joke, at the McLean House. <laughs> really? Yes. I okay. was the tour guide at the McLean House where our nation reunited. That was so cool. I love, I have always loved houses. And um, I love marketing. I love advertising. Super Bowl, I'm all there for the commercials. I, I want to watch the game, but the commercials I just love, especially the Clydesdales, which they don't do much anymore. But um, growing up, uh, I knew I wanted to do something in business. At one time, I thought I wanted to be a nurse. I was very wrong. I don't like the sight of blood and can't stand needles. So that's not for me. But I did meet my husband while I was working at the hospital to test out nursing or what have you. And I stayed in the business world, but um, worked in corporate America, worked for Hilton Hotels, McCormick Spice Company in marketing for years and um, knew when we wanted to start a family, I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. So we did that. I was home for 12 years and I'd said, my parents were then buying some investment properties. And I said, mm, you know, when I go back to work after having a baby, babies, it ended up being 12 years I was home. Um, I want to go into real estate, real estate sales, helping families buy homes, helping investors buy investment properties. And um, that's what I did. When Savannah went to kindergarten in 2005, that's when I started. And I got licensed with Remax 2006. Day one, been with Remax, and I love the company, the culture, the giving back, Children's Miracle Network. Oh, my goodness. I just love everything about the company and so thankful that they let me be a part and keep me so that I can rise through the ranks. I've been number one in Virginia now for Remax five or six years in a row, um, went from number 78 in 2021 to number 38 in the nation in 2000, in 2022. And just made um, number right number 223 in the nation for um, 
it's the 1000. So it's all across the board, every mm -hmm. real estate company, mom and pop, national, Keller Williams, Century 21, whoever, um, <laughs> made the top 1000 for 2022. We just found out for that. So that's a thrill. But what I love to do is connecting with our community, helping buyers and sellers, helping sellers downsize. I love to help downsize because there's a tricky strategic plan. I'm a senior real estate specialist. So anyone over 55 is considered a senior in real estate. Mm -hmm. And it's a very um, tenacious process to help someone who's been in their house 15, 20, 30 years to go from there to downsize, to do the repairs, to do anything necessary. You've really got to be hands-on and not turn it over to someone else. And I don't, I'm hands-on from the day we meet to the day we're discussing repairs to the day I yanked the sign out of your yard that had a sold sign on the top. I would be doing this even if you and I weren't business partners in a sale and a purchase of our homes in Lynchburg. Yes. Uh, I, I am a perfect example and uh, <laughs> somebody that has worked with you and has been great from start to finish. A couple of things I want to talk about that you mentioned earlier, uh, go to William and Mary. Uh, you mentioned architecture and you mentioned being, being a tour guide. So it seemed like, Real estate and showing off properties, it's just been something that you mentioned your family has been in it, but you were kind of born into it, it seems like. And it seems like a good fit yeah. after working in corporate America to now doing what you're doing today. Yes. And when I was in corporate America working for in marketing, you're right. Back to that. You know, I remember when there was people from mathematics will remember this when there was a big mansion, massive mansion. I was a wee child, but they, tore it down. And it, I grieved about that. That bothered me so much. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the Ferguson mansion. I could not understand why they were tearing it down and uh, they built something in the town or whatever, but that bothered me. And then to have the excitement of working at the McLean house and meeting people from all over the world, I couldn't be shy. I mean, I, at that time I was involved in beauty pageants. So right. I was a pageant girl and had to interview all the time and walk on stage and all that. And a kind of like 30 plus years ago, but I loved meeting new people. That was great. And when I was in corporate America, I would have to put together proposals that our sales guys would take to Burger King in Florida and Carl Karcher out West, all of these proposals to show what we could do for them and how they should give us business. And um, that, that was one of my jobs there. And I loved that part of the marketing. So when I found out what I would have to do in real estate, you know, come up with comps and meet with people to share what I can do for them. Because it's all at the end of the day, it's about what I can do for my sellers. It's not about me. It's not about my big hair. It's not about my track record or <laughs> any car I'm going to drive or any little mascot puppy I'm going to have, which I do have one. Yeah. But um, it's all about what I can do for others. And when you take that grand scale of working for corporate America and a million billion dollar company, it was McCormick and Company. We were the frozen food division of that spice company in Baltimore, mm -hmm. Maryland. When you compile what I learned from that and um, it's like, OK, I, I can do this. I can handle whatever you give me in real estate to do because <laughs> I've had that experience to prepare. That's a word I always like to use. Be prepared, you know, have questions prepared. And my 17 years in real estate has truly helped me 
prepare. You know, I have a, a listing tomorrow and I, I have a listing presentation to present to them and they're probably interviewing other agents and that's okay. Um, but just let me get my foot in the door and show you and prove to you what I've done over and over. I love cool. it. Joined by Nadine Blakely with Remax, uh, phenomenal uh, marketer, phenomenal real estate agent, a great friend to many in the Lynchburg area. I want to talk about in some of these questions for the fans tuning in and listening might be elementary, but just to explain the real estate market and how it works. There's so many competitors out there that do what you do. A uh, lot of listings. Let's say, regardless of what company you work for. Uh, let's use Remax for example. Um, how do you get a listing versus another competitor in the area, and vice versa? How do they not take them from you? But how how does an agent end up with a property that they are in charge of selling? And and maybe um, maybe it's not just yours, but other companies can also share the same or show the same property. Sure. So we belong to the multiple listing service. So once it's listed, anyone in our in our board is able to show that property with the lot box, and you know they'll abide by the same rules we all do with the MLS and follow the same guidelines for a, a contract and all that. But I like to think that even before I go into a door, that I have been given a warm referral by somebody like you and Kyle and others in our community. I am so, so abundantly, abundantly blessed and grateful that um, I'm referred to so many people. So it's like when I show up there, they've already heard of me. They know my name. They know my track record. Maybe I sold one on their street or I sold a brother-in-law's house. And um, I just got one under contract that was from somebody and it was his ex-mother-in-law. And he referred her to me and I got their house under contract. So you never know, you know, the impact you're going to have and the impact that I am blessed to, to have on young people in our community. I want to be, you know, you're not going to see me boozing it up with a, with a beer in my hand or even a wine glass. If I choose to have a glass of wine, that's mm -hmm. not what I'm about. I want yeah. to show purity, wholesomeness, goodness, giving back, doing the right things in our community for our young people. And um, and I had your girls, I mean, a lot of young people, we follow each other on Instagram and, and social media and I see them out in the public and, you know, they'll sit on the bench at Lockerette and take a picture and send it to me. <laughs> and, um, but I love giving back to the community through sports, through, you know, Forest Youth, JF, Brookville High School, even the theater programs that we have downtown. LU, you know, in the program at LU, doing whatever I can to give back because I have had people say, oh, well, we go to all the JF games and you help sponsor this or that, you know, even the fireworks that we do on USA night at JF are very, <coughs> excuse me, very expensive, but they're wonderful because it's patriotic and my goodness, we certainly need that patriotism now. So I think yep. just giving back to the community people kind of, they'll, they'll go with who they know, like, and trust. And I want everybody to know they can trust me. I want them to know about me. And I sure as heck want them to like me from the mm -hmm. beginning of the transaction to the end, whether they live here, I sell their home and they live away. Some people I've sold homes for, I've never met. And that's okay. Cause yeah. I take care of it all. 
Joined by Nadine Blakely with Remax as we uh, start up our Hill City Highlights podcast. And you can access the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll be on YouTube, et cetera. Uh, Customers of yours, uh, new, existing, uh, repeated customers, how can a customer, whether it be buying or selling, what can they do, Nadine, uh, to make the process easier for you and uh, vice versa for them, whether they're buying or selling? Well, and we'll start with selling first because I love listings. I love to go in and, you know, I just, I'm listing one tomorrow. I've already been in. We removed furniture. We took up rugs. We did lots of things in this smaller townhouse. You know, sometimes they're large homes and it doesn't show and rooms don't see, seem to be small. But I love to go in and just try to make each room, the outside, the inside, each room have its own reason, Mm -hmm. its own purpose, and show off as much space that that we can. Because at the end of the day, no one's taking furniture. No one's taking furniture. No one's going to really buy the furniture. They're looking at the walls and the space they have for their own section or what have you. Um, taking things off those kitchen counters. I loved stage like that. And really from start to finish, I, in this day and time right now, we've got some buyers who were choosy and just thinking about, you know, home inspections. Sometimes a home inspection can kill a deal or make the, the you know, just kind of turn sour. But I love it when sellers say, you know, if you think that's right, we'll go ahead and get a pre-listing home inspection. So they uh-huh. already know this came up. Oh my goodness, I had no idea. So they can get it taken care of and it makes the buyer who is probably going to have their own home inspection, they feel better about the home. The seller already knows what may or may not come up. So I think that's really good. Um, Start to finish, I'm a professional and I want to treat my clients the way I would want to be treated. And you are not going to see Nadine Blakely standing in a bathroom, in a mirror, in the bathroom, holding (laughs) my cell phone. Mm, No, no, (laughs) not going to happen. Even this little townhome, professional photography. They know what they're doing. I know what I'm doing. They know I know what they're doing. I hire them. I pay them a lot of money, but man, they make my listings shine. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, I have seen listings on beautiful homes. And I know that their pictures are dark, taken with the cell phone. There's one right down the road from me. And I truly feel sorry for the sellers to not hire a professional who cares about them like I do my others, because it's Mm -hmm. night and day. When you have a professional agent, experienced, we know what to do. I know what to do. And I know how to get the job done in the quickest amount of time. And the biggest thing is to get you top dollar. That home I'm speaking of just kills me. It's already reduced in price. If they had hired me, I'm not saying I'm a miracle worker, but if they had hired me, there's a chance Mm -hmm. that it wouldn't have been on the market as long as it has been. And there would not be a price reduction. I would have gotten it sold. You mentioned your cell phone, and that brings me to social media and how much it has changed the world literally in the last 15 years. How has it affected uh, real estate and buying and selling? And is it uh, a necessity that agents have to have today when we talk about social media? 
Well, you know, when I've told my staff, having done this now for 17 years, I said, you know, I didn't have to worry about posting a story 12 years ago and and putting something on LinkedIn and um, on Instagram, on the gram and on Facebook <laughs> and face, Facebook personal and Facebook, you know, yeah. um, your, um, your professional page. Right. But I do think it helps. And I do have people comment about those social media platforms. And I'm not saying I have people... DMing me every day. Hey, come list me, come list my home, but you're helping always with my prior client. And I say prior clients, they're never past clients. They're always my clients, but I say with them, you know, I can keep up like I do with you and Kyle. I can keep up with what's happening in your lives. Like with Kyle's surgery, I can keep up with what's happening in the lives of my clients. And at the same time, I can promote my listings. I can promote them to help the sellers, whether they're on social media or not. And I have had people see homes on social media, go home, look them up, and then call me and I've been able to sell them a home because they saw it on social media first and then went home and looked at all the details. And one a year ago was over a million dollars. Now, would they have called me anyway? Probably, probably so. Yeah. But they saw it on social media first and went, whoa, that's a pretty house. Let's mm-hmm. look into that. Can't get any better than that. So that doesn't happen every day, but I enjoy social media just to stay in touch. It's to me, it's all about the relationships I have with my clients, doing things for my clients, bending over backwards to let them know, oh my goodness, your referrals are just so special to me. You're special to me. I'm here to help my sellers, my buyers, my family and our community. That's it. At the end of the day, that's what I'm all about. Nadine, what's your radius around Lynchburg and Bedford? And you mentioned Appomattox, where where you grew up. Um, In the market in Lynchburg and surrounding area, take us into this summer. Uh, How is it? Where is it? Uh, Where are the trends? And where do you see uh, the area growing in real estate right now? Well, definitely our market is down from last year. Last, and I won't be afraid to say this, June and July has been great. Last May, I closed 13 deals. This May, I closed one $150,000 townhome, and I was so thankful for it. Mm-hmm. April and May were really, really tough around here. Yep. For me, for others in the country, it was just down a little bit. Yeah. But now it's been picking up my June and July, my August looking great. So where I see it is I truly believe that, you know, of course we need new inventory and I don't think sellers should be afraid of that. And whether they're moving to be closer to children or to downsize from the steps and the yard work, that's a huge thing. And um, and I'm here for that. But at the same time, I really feel like our interest rates are going to come down. I, I listen to a lot. I'm not a doomsdayer or a naysayer and I'm not living in a bubble, but I watch, I listen, I've learned over the years. And I truly believe that we're going to have a strong market here. We have great employers. We have great schools. We have great health care. I think we are sitting in a little area in the central part of Virginia to be reckoned with because people want to come here. I've had people from LU, coaches' wives, tell me who, who have been in Louisiana, Alabama, down south, Mississippi, that the people of Lynchburg and Forest are just as kind, if not kinder, than the <laughs> deep south, the people in the deep south. 
Yeah. That's really sweet. So I just think we have so many good things going for us here. I don't see, um, you know, the sky's falling type mentality here. Of course, if the interest rates would drop, we would have more listings. And, and I do think that's coming. I'm involved in a new, um, and a new townhouse complex coming early next year. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. We, because we live in a great college town, we have a lot of people who will buy rentals, investment properties, and rent them to yep. college students, to divorcees. And that's helpful. We don't want to have too many townhomes to rent, but you can buy them as single family homes also. But I really think that's a strong market. Builders are building a lot of the one level homes, which are very smart right now. You have everything on one level. You may have upstairs bedroom or two for guests that come to visit, but having that main level living when sellers downsize after 25 years in a home, that's what they want. I've been with a lady today (laughs) in her home since 1976 and she's downsizing to one level to get rid of the steps and get rid of the yard work. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about that. I think it's a great thing. And I do think, I do think we have a strong housing opportunity around mm-hmm. here and we have for decades and I, you know, interest rates up and down. I've sold, I don't know how many homes I've sold this year, like, like 51. Nobody's struggling talking about, Oh, well, the interest rates so high. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to buy They bought for a reason. They bought for a reason, Alan, they had to downsize. They needed more space for their family. I just sold one yesterday. They, they have six children. They need a bigger home. Right. Never mentioned the interest rate. And it wasn't, I saw the interest rate on the paperwork. It wasn't mm-hmm. bad. They can always refinance later. You bring up my next couple of points, Nadine, refinancing, finding a good uh, lender that is going to work for you. And you have to shop it around just like you do real estate agents. So for those that, okay, I've got my agent, but now I need a lender. Uh, what are some tips for them uh, either online or in person, uh, that they can go through to find the best mortgage lender for them? Oh, goodness. You have opened up Pandora's box with me. <laughs> Anybody that's seen my real estate stories online on social media knows um, I just closed a very, very difficult deal yesterday hmm. with a lender from California online, and it was a horrible transaction. In the beginning, it seemed to be okay. But as we got closer to closing, we were delayed three times and he would not even return my phone call until my buyer said, would you please call Nadine? And I made him write me a letter to share with my sellers because I had the seller and the buyer for that one. And I said, I want you to write me a letter. I want you to write a letter explaining to me what has been happening and why you have not been responsive. You said there was no appraisal needed. It was waived. The witching hour, the day before our first closing date, we find out, oh, well, we do need an appraisal Mm -hmm. after all. You've got to, in my opinion, take very good care of your finances, of your credit score, making sure you have money in the bank for little incidentals for buying new shower curtains, new trash cans for your new home, cleaning supplies. You're going to want all those things. So have that in order. Keep a good credit score. Really, that is very, very important to help your um, your interest rate. People ask me all the time, what are the interest rates today? They can really vary. And credit score can really affect a really good interest rate. So I can't stress that enough. 
and then come to me. Let me take you by the hand and help you find a wonderful local lender. We have great lenders. They're in our community. We see them in restaurants and at the ball field. They are here to help. And I can get in touch with them anytime, day or night, weekends. Yes, we work weekends. So are the lenders I work with. Yeah. I'm telling the public. Buying local is very important to me, whether it's, you know, going to the candy store or Ehlers or Storages now, but very important to buy local and shop local, including working with the local lender who cares. You are not a number to a local lender. You're a person they care about and they'll stay in touch with you. They'll get the job done. And very rarely do we not close on time. That's important. If I've got a family out here in front of a house, with a truck full of things, luckily I did not on that one, <laughs> and they're delayed from Wednesday to Monday, what are they going to do? That's so expensive. You know, a couple with four or five children, what are they going to do except get a hotel room? That costs money. So I really, truly believe a local lender is the way to go. As far as buyers, once you buy a home, I would switch out those locks. You never know when a key is going to be hidden that a neighbor or somebody might know about. A kid lent a, a key to an ex-boyfriend. You just mm -hmm. never know about that. So I would get the locks changed mm -hmm. and then just really do a thorough, thorough cleaning. You're going to want to paint. And I love to help people pick out paint colors before they sell or after they buy. Those are some of the just tidbits I would like to pass along. Wrapping things up with Nadine Blakely with Remax, uh, we've got less than ten minutes. Nadine and you mentioned you closed on a property yesterday. What was the take me back in, in the memory vault here? First property you sold as a real estate agent was what? What and it, it was is that a big uh, piece of memorabilia for you uh, in your memory? Oh. Oh, yes, it is. I pass that house all the time. It was a home that somebody had stuck a for sale by owner sign in front of. I'll have to tell you this. It was on Langer Road. We were on the way to the hospital um, for whatever reason. And I saw it and I called the phone number and they hired me and they were interviewing other agents. And you learn from every deal. Luckily, a seasoned, a seasoned agent was on the other end of that and sold that. That was a relocation property. So lots of extra relocation paperwork. And I remember I was so green as grass and so naive. I asked them, so what made you hire me? You know, this is my first listing. And they said, you were so energetic and so enthusiastic. And I still am to this day to help us that we knew we could count on you to do a good job. You'd give it everything you've got. And I did. Um, the one thing that we that we had come up with that house, and I remember it from this day, <laughs> April, May 2006, was she had a beautiful chandelier in her dining room. Mm. Now, that chandelier I'm taking with me, it doesn't convey with the property. I should have told her, let's get it down and replace it. Because, of course, the buyer came in, buyer had to have that chandelier, like a wet paint sign. When you tell them that chandelier is not going to convey with the house. So, you know, you learn things along the line, but I do remember that. And um, and I passed by it. I remember putting my sign in the yard. My dad had gone with me. John was working. <laughs> my daddy, who's since passed away, went with me. <laughs> yeah. He put the sign in the yard. And I'm embarrassed to say my dad was driving. We drove up and down the street like three times right. to see my sign. There was no social media, but we wanted to see my sign in front of that yard again and again. Yeah. 
Good for you. You get you're proud of it. That's that's, I that's was awesome. Very, yes, yeah. I was very proud of it. Very proud. And to this day, I can tell you where the house is, and we pass it all the time. And I always have fond memories. And literally, almost fifteen hundred homes later, I've helped. You're one of them. Fifteen hundred transactions later. Wow. And I still get so excited. I, I was so excited to go show a house earlier today. I'm going to show one this evening. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm so excited because it changed. I help be the the conduit, if you will, to change lives. Mm-hmm. It really does. You know, from your house that you lived in to the house you have now with gorgeous mountain views, it changes the lives of people. It's a lifestyle change that I absolutely love and adore and appreciate being a part of. And your marketing, Nadine, is, it's it's great. The billboards. You mentioned the bench out there, Lacaretta, um, in Forest and, and elsewhere. Um, you think people are going to know you, but you still have to kind of put product into the area yes. uh, for people not to forget about you. So, re- real quick about your marketing and, and how important that is for not only you but other uh, real estate agents. Well, I love marketing. You know, I love the bright colors. My favorite color is hot pink and pink, <laughs> pale pink. And, and that was long before I've worn pink this week and people have talked about the Barbie movie. And I'm like, oh, I, I wore pink long before the Barbie movie. <laughs> but um, but I think just it, it allows me to be expressive. Um, I design every one of those billboards, every one of those benches, everything I do in marketing from the LU program, the page in the LU, everything is in my mind. And I have a fabulous Graphics designer Lucy has been with me since 2006, mm. and she can get it from here onto paper, and then we tweak it. But I love the marketing end of it, and anything I can do to get my name out there to help people—that's what I'm all about. And also to also help local business owners, like you know, when I get a pair of earrings from your wife, you know, I'm tagging her on Facebook, and um, you know, I love helping the local mom and pop. Because we went through a pandemic and some of our businesses did not survive. And the ones that did, I think it's a blessing. And I think we all need to, you know, I don't go and buy plants from rarely the big box stores. I'll go to local mom and pop places. And a lot of those plants are grown nearby in Chase City. But I want to do what I can to help our community, to help our community grow so that our children, when they go to school and they graduate from the the local um, schools here and go away to college, that at some point they want to come back because it is a community to fall in love with and never leave. That's why I've never left. (laughs) Put you on the spot real quick. A unique story selling, buying a house of... Just a very, and don't name anybody, but it's just a unique request they had, whether it be, I need an above ground pool or this, or this particular basement. Is there a story that comes out? We've got about four and a half minutes left um, that we can maybe laugh a little bit or, man, this, this was a really fun uh, transaction from start to finish. Well, and I have so many fun and fond memories of, of lots of transactions that are really cool, but um I did. I did. I will have to say I did show a home um, a couple of years ago 
and the cat wanted to come in. And I said, oh my goodness, well, you're not supposed to come in. So I go in with my clients, I show the house. Well, the cat was bound and determined he was going in that house. So when I got ready to leave, I thought, okay, well, I'm leaving. The homeowners will come back and I guess you're okay because you've slipped in. I can't get you out. So my, my buyers and I, we leave to go to the next showing and I call the agent and I said, I'm so sorry. You know, there were no agent remarks to say, don't let the cat out or don't let the cat in. Mm. So I, I, I said, I want to let you know that the cat went running in and I couldn't get him out. And she goes, what cat? My sellers don't have a cat. <laughs> oh, wow. And I said, oh my goodness. And so she called the sellers and they admitted there was a neighborhood cat who would always try to run into their home. They're like, tell Nadine, it's okay. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. It right. was not even their cat. So, um, but I, I, you know, I have so many stories. I have one not long ago of the tornado that went through and my yeah. seller had, um, had dementia and the news came up and no one was home but him and his dog. They came up and interviewed him and he was on the news that night that, the family didn't even know it until somebody called him and, and he didn't know to tell them he had been on the news. He didn't know it was on the news. So that was really cute. He passed away not long after that. And I was able to sell their million dollar over a million dollar home. But um, but that was really cute because he didn't tell anybody. No one knew. And they did their news story. It was on the news and the family found out later. So wow. it was pretty funny. Well, Nadine, this has been a, a fun chat with you. Thank you for opening up about your career and the real estate market where it is Thank today. You. And a great way to lead off our Hill City Highlights podcast. And I will tease our next episode next week is going to be with a mortgage lender. I'm not going to tell okay. you who that is right now for those fans. It's a cliffhanger. Uh, you'll just have to follow us on social media uh, at Hill City Pod on awesome. Instagram, Twitter, awesome. Facebook page. And uh, so I just thought we got Nadine first. Let's talk to a lender next week. So that'll be fun for us. And is it a local lender? It is. Yes, ma'am. Oh, good. Oh, good. I'm all about that. <laughs> already, I'm already taking your advice, Nadine. So uh, <laughs> we're good to go here. I, I do thank you so much for uh, spending a few minutes with us. I know you're on your way to an appointment. So uh, we're just tickled to be able to share some time with you here today. Yes. And I'm so honored to be the first guest of Hill City po uh, Podcast. I, I really am so excited. So I can't wait to see it air and um, here to help in any way. Awesome. Thank you, Nadine Blakely with Remax. And that's episode one of our Hill City Highlights podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Hill City Highlights podcast. Have an idea for future shows? Email our team at hillcitypod at gmail.com. And join us each and every Monday for another edition of the Hill City Highlights podcast.